you or someone you love needs help for an addiction, where do you turn? Foundations Recovery Network offers individualized treatment for the whole person. Our goal goes beyond short-term sobriety. We address substance abuse and co-occurring mental health issues together, providing a firm foundation for long-term recovery. The first step is often the hardest, but we're here with a free assessment, insurance information, and treatment options. Our confidential helpline is available 24-7, so call 877-714-1318 and discover the Foundation's Recovery Network difference today. This is Rich Roll, and you're listening to Silver Guy Radio. Topic of tonight, I already said this like 17 times, community, okay? The three talking points, what is community? What is community? Why do you need it, and how do you find it? Um, I think, I know for me, for a long time, I tried to do a lot of things on my own. Um, whether that was out of fear, whether it was out of, uh, of, of anger, um, of, of um, resentments, all, all different types of reasons on why I think I can do it on my own. And the fact of the matter is, uh, I couldn't. And that's what ultimately led me um, to, uh, to asking for some help and getting sober and going on uh, down the path that uh, really ultimately changed my life. Um, Seth, if you wanna if you wanna start out, I think uh, we'll, we'll we'll share a little bit about about each other. I'm gonna share about you, Seth. Seth, can I share? Yeah. So what's up, everybody? My name's Seth. Uh, just celebrated eight years of sobriety a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um. So my my story in a nutshell with with community behind it. So it started out um, my drinking and, and, and drugging started out in high school. Obviously, uh, actually, it started earlier before that with uh, um, as a as a young child in fourth grade. Um, my community, uh, usually on Thursday nights as my addiction progressed, uh, was down at, uh, Merchant in Maine or TJ's. I was a big hangout of mine. Um, and then my community, as, as I continued down that path, um, it tuned, turned into, uh, gels, uh, spent a couple times, couple, couple nights in the drunk tank was definitely known as, uh. Well, when I was in New York as the, the local drunk, one of the local drunks, um, and then my community ended at uh, Azure Acres where I finally got sober. Um, so through, through my whole life, my community had changed, um, and it's still, it still changes uh, today. And uh, I found you in the gutter a couple times. Yeah, I, 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 did, uh, I did hang out in the gutter a couple times, face down. Um, Garage so, floor. So most definitely... Uh, my community changed over over the course of my whole drinking career, um, and now it's and, and we'll get into this. It's a a, a different community that I lean on today uh, in order to maintain and or order to obtain and maintain my sobriety because it's it's most definitely a uh, a daily a daily grind a daily work. So that's a little bit about my uh, about my story. What does, uh, if anybody cares to like just shout it out, like what does community mean to you? Anybody? Nobody? Oh, come on. Are you serious? You can't leave till you answer. Togetherness? That's, yeah, for sure. Who else said something? What's that? Others to rely on? For sure. Support. Mm. That's a good one. So let me actually touch on that really quick. That's really, really good. One of the things, like I mentioned before, the battle was, I got this, I got this, I got this, especially as, as a man, and speaking because I'm a man, I can speak for a man, right? But I, I can do this on my own, I don't need any help. Um, it's almost looked at as a weakness to ask for help a lot of times. And I think that's what, um, that's what got me in the position that I was in for such a long time was not being able to open up and ask for some help. And so, and I think a lot of us can, can relate to that. And, and I'm not saying that I have it figured out by any means and I do it all the time now. I definitely don't. It's, it's all a process. Um, but the point to that too and what you said was um, the selfishness in that. It's not, it, so I need to ask for help, but at the same time, it's not all, all about me. And that's something that has that is came with, um, with connecting with other people and, and, and learning from other people. Um, so let me back up a little bit. First of all, it's so cool to see like all like it, like I've met some new people tonight, and there's a lot of people here that I know that both of us know, family, friends, and um, it really just does mean a lot to me to have all you guys here. And I know Seth feels the same way. This is like family to us. Um, this this that's what it's about, and I just appreciate every every single person here. Like thank you, um, and 
I want to mention, this is really cool. When we talk about community, our first, the first thing I met with my sponsor this morning and he started talking about our neighbors. How many of y'all know your neighbors? Like the people that, man, that was awesome. Like for, I wasn't sure what the response would get to that because you talk to a lot of people, they don't know their neighbors. The person that lives next door to you, like that's where this starts at. And so where's, where's my, uh, my homie and neighbor, Randy, where'd he go? Is he out here somewhere? Did he go inside? I don't see him. Okay, well, he's around here somewhere. Maybe he went to the bathroom, maybe he took off. I don't know. I meet with, I, I see Randy. We move in, uh, in into the house last year, and I find out uh, Randy's in recovery too. He had to run home. Okay. I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll be back. If not, I'll see him tomorrow because he's my damn neighbor. So, <laughs> I, uh, so I get to talk, you know, we, we talk and stuff, and, and uh, I gave him the flyer for the show. And he goes, man, I'll be there. And I go, dude, that's awesome, bro. It's so cool. Like, I'm glad you're going to be there. He calls me the next day, and he goes, you're not going to believe this. Because he told me him and his sponsor were coming. And I go, what? He goes, my sponsor knows you. I said, who's your sponsor? He said, Charlie. And I said, are you kidding me right now? So, Charlie, thank you for coming out, Mr. and Mrs. Robinette. Love you guys. Um, stuff like this, when you step out and connect with people, it comes full circle. And, and so let me elaborate on this and, and you feel free to jump in because yeah, we're both a part will, yeah. of this. You had a mullet. I had some crooked ass <laughs> teeth that said, you know, next tooth one mile in the fifth grade when him and I <laughs> met. And Charlie was our rec league basketball coach in the fifth grade. That's how Seth and I met. Yeah. And we played some hoop and, um, you know, our, our, yeah, we did suck. I think we were like 0-7. We? Yeah, we weren't very good. Bro, I know I was the uh, five-minute foul out. Yeah. I fell out in five minutes. I thought I was playing football. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like ghetto ball. There wasn't yeah. much dribbling going on. You just kind of huddled around it and ran you through suck. fools. Yeah. We, we, we definitely weren't very good. Um, yeah. We did. It was good times. Good times. We did. A lot of good memories in that, too. And I, and I think back to that, and it's funny because I didn't have a clue what recovery was or anything about that. Man, I was in fifth grade. But... God connects people in ways that is unexplainable sometimes. It's only pure faith. And so when, we, when we're doing the next right thing, that kind of stuff falls into place. And that is how, um, that is how you know, at least for me, I've been able to make some changes and kind of move forward, uh, forward things in a, in a positive direction. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing, I'm probably going to throw the whole topic off here. It's all good. Um, so, so for me, um, community is like Shane was saying, the neighbor, your support group, um, the people at the gym. And I don't even know what the, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to say. Save me here. <laughs> well, I think we can, I think we can get into, um, I think we can get into my first experience. I can share that a little bit about um, being in treatment and just told me I can't share this story. Now I'm like caught in a, okay, I'm going to share it anyway. Sorry. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll do the edited version. So you go into treatment and I, and I go, I'm trying to do this on my own. I get in there and there's a big group of people and everyone's going around and you're nervous and things going on. Like you don't really know what's up. And so this girl, Gina comes up, she goes, Oh, I'm struggling. I've, I've been in and out of jail. I've been going through a lot of things in my life. I had a rough upbringing, um, you know, and, and, and then it gets to Andrew. And Andrew, you know, said, man, you know, I, I was in group homes, you know, and, um, and it's been a real tough time. I'm, I'm really glad to be here. Everyone's going around sharing. And I'm like, dude, what is going on right now? I'm kind of like feeling, um, feeling a little bit awkward in, in that moment. I don't really know. I've done everything on my own for a long time. And then it comes to Squirrel. I'm not going to tell you his real name just in case, but we call him Squirrel anyways. And Squirrel goes, yeah, bro, I only had enough, uh, uh, enough uh, pills to, uh, to, I couldn't swallow them. So I had to, um, uh, oh, oh, wait, I'm getting the, oh, I can't, okay, I can't say it. Okay, oh gosh, I can't say it. Well, let's just say um, Squirrel um, chose to use a, uh, a turkey baster to access his, his best, um, uh, his, his best, yeah, yeah, ap application, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Was that Scotty? Thank you. Point being, I go, what? Where in the heck am I right now? And I think I'm in the wrong community at this point. Like I need to, I need to find some some people. But that was kind of a learning experience in that atmosphere and saying, like, man, 
I think I need to be around some other people and learn from some other people. And, and that kind of shifted on um, as, you know, as recovery and, and sobriety move forward. Um, did you have something? Yeah. So I think the, the story with Squirrel, right, is we all, it's important <laughs> for us to remember that, um, you know, we are all in this human existence, right? And we all have different ways on how we deal stuff. But in the end, right, we're all, we're all the same being for, for the most part. Um, whether it's using the turkey baster for your, you know, putting in your best receptor to get it into your blood. I, I put a turkey baster in my ear one time. Um, <laughs> different, different method. But I think it's important to know um, the, the process of, of the, how you use the drug or the drug that you use. Um, it's the same as the next, right? It's just a different way of how we deal with things in our life. And as long as we are able to meet that with love and compassion and understanding, uh, we're able to see um, through all of that. And we're able to understand that, in fact, we are all just human. We're all going through the same stuff. We just deal with it other ways, different ways. Um, that's kind of how I live my life today. Uh, no matter, you know, race, sex, creed, religion, whatever, uh, just a reminder that, Scotty, I'm just like you. Gary, I'm just like you. I'm a human being, but I, I, I deal with my life in a different way. I deal with the same stuff that you have to deal with. I just deal with it differently. And I think as long as we could see that, we could all understand that about uh, one another and kind of try to relate depending on or no matter what your whatever your thought process is. Yeah, it's good. Any um, sense? Does that make that make sense? No, totally, man. And I don't know. I'm just. Does anybody have any comments or questions or thoughts that they want to share right now, real quick, before we keep rolling? No, everyone good. Whatever you want, Phil. You're my boy, Blue. That <laughs> a boy. Oh yeah. I love you, Phil. Uh, yeah, hey, you, my name's uh, Philip. I'm a grateful believer. What's up, and, Phil? Uh, hey. Yeah. A 14-year meth addiction brought me here. Yeah. And uh, that was my uh, that that was a part of a community that um, I was only known for. I, I can get somebody the good stuff, right? Yeah. That was it, man. Just uh, what people can get from me or, or what I can get from them. And now I'm a part of a community that, that doesn't want nothing from me, right? Mm -hmm. uh, my, my sponsor's here, Big Bill over there. You know, so uh, when, when I walk into the rooms, I'm looking around, and uh, he says, what are you looking around for? Are you in the right place? You know, sit uh. down. You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? But... Uh, he, uh, that night, he gave me a ride home. So I, you know, I, I showed up here with a uh, basket of clothes. You know, laundry seven, basket, right? Yeah, laundry baskets. Uh, seven years ago, man, I had nothing, nothing to offer anybody. So uh, he gives me a ride home, and uh, he says, and he, he and when he drops me off, he goes, "Hey, man, I see good in you, and uh, you know, just so you know, I, I don't want nothing from you, but if you ever need anything, give me a call, man. Here, here's my number." And, and you know, I just, I just cried. I'm like what is that? You know, that, that's that's a community now that I'm a part of, and and I think we talk about the sobriety community. You know, these are people that, you know, they 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 want to see you succeed. Nobody ever wanted to see me succeed, and you know, and now I, I get to do that back, right? I, I, I get to believe in you and, and believe in some other guys, and, and so uh, I'm just I'm thankful for this community, man. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here without it, you know. So I, I think that. To answer the question, what is community? And it, it's the lifeline. It's yeah, the lifeline. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Hey, Phil, thank you, man. That's good stuff. Thanks, nah, Phil. thank you, Phil. And I just just one, you know, one thing that I want to say about that, that and it, w w you could come on up. Um, that's the love and compassion that I talk about that we get from community. Um, and if we could only take the recovery world outside of the rooms of recovery, and, ex and, and show that love and compassion to those of us that aren't in recovery but maybe need to get a little bit of recovery just to improve our life. Like drugs and alcohol aside, but just to improve your mindset. If we could yeah. express that love and compassion in our community here, Vacaville, California, the world would be a better place. So Amen. That's, a, that's a true sign, right, of that love and compassion that I talk about. Hey guys, thank you. My name is Scott, and I'm a grateful believer as well. What's and, up, Scott? Uh, I'm a recovering drug addict and alcoholic, and uh, and thank you very much for doing this and yeah, no, uh, for doing this podcast. It's awesome. 
Uh, and it's funny when you asked where Randy went. I've been, <laughs> I've known that guy for 25 years, and, uh, maybe longer. Yeah. But he's Stumpy. His nickname is oh, Stumpy. That's what, you know so, that's what yeah, he was I mean, introduced as, I, is Stumpy. I just met yeah. you, Sean, and I know yeah. you live across the street. And, and see, that's where years of drinking and using takes me. <laughs> I don't, I can't add two plus two sometimes. So it's cool. I got a friend named and Muff, and nobody knows him by his real name, which is Aaron. Right, so right. I got you. So he uh, even introduces com- himself as Muff. <laughs> Muff. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, it's just good to be here tonight, and community is very important. And, um, you know, my thought process sometimes will keep me at home because I don't want to go see people that may have seen me in my past. You know, that those embarrassing times and, and some of my behaviors around this town were awful. And But then when I go, like, to the tree lighting or, or something, I lived up in Oregon for about six years, and now I'm back. And, and I love Vacaville. This is my hometown. And um, it's just good to see people like Marcy and Charlie out here tonight. And, and all of you. It's good to see all of you, even though I don't know some of you. And, um, and it's just good, man. Thank you very much for doing this. And uh, community is very important. Oh, and w- what I was getting at was once I get out and go to something like the tree lighting or yeah. something like this, I'm always happy I went. Yeah. You know, after I go. All you got to do is shower and get there. Show up, like Sean was talking about. Yeah. So thanks, you guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point real quick. We used to say this, and I'll, I'll use the edited version from a counselor, uh, David. He said, move your, move your butt and your mind will follow. So I know that that is just what you said is so true. That resistance that, that creeps in, that little voice in my head that, that stops me from walking out whatever my purpose is whether it's a long-term purpose or whether it's just whatever my purpose is in that moment once that thing gets going up there it can really um it can really do some work on on somebody and and on me and if i get up and move man that's that just gets it rolling and i can i can start to uh to go in the right direction when i'm when i'm doing that so i mean that's that's a really really good point um anyone else have anything Anyone else have any uh, thoughts or questions? Yeah, what's up, Matt? Come on up, man. Yeah. Hey, my name's Matt. I'm an alcoholic. What's, what's up, up Matt? Matt? So community's big for me, uh, especially, so I've been sober eight years. Before I got sober, uh, there was this big separation. I didn't really have a community. Uh, growing up in a dysfunctional family, uh, I, I started working in a career, and what I thought was my family, I thought that was a community I fit in with, but I... I like there was this separation so i saw myself as different from the world and some of that was was a mental something that i had to do uh with the stuff that i deal with at work but it it just played this game in my head and so i drank to try to fit in but then i was always that guy and no one wanted to be around me when i was drinking go figure so when i got sober uh i realized real quick that i i was around a bunch of people that were like me and I could start looking for those similarities and I could see the similarities and accept the similarities. And when I realized that I wasn't any different than anyone else, I could let my guard down and mm. it gave me the ability to be a part of a community. It gives me the ability yeah. to come out to something like this and, and stand in front of you and, and talk and, you know, not sit at home and just be on my couch watching, you know, reruns and Matt whatever. Lock. So, <laughs> you know. That's community for me, is being able to be a part of something bigger than myself. Yeah. So yeah. thank yeah, you. That's good, man. Thanks, Matt. <clears throat> yeah, so I want to I wanna share real quick, too. Th- this is kind of cool, and, and this goes right along with it, with stepping out. Getting out of your comfort zone, getting uncomfortable, and doing stuff that, like, when I started stepping out and doing things that I wasn't necessarily comfortable doing, that's when things started to, uh, to happen that was, that was unexpected for me. And I give that up to God. I mean, that's, that's him doing work through me. And Matt's, Matt's a cool example of that. Matt and I met like three years ago, right? Jess and I, and I don't know if, Je- I don't know if Jess, if you saw Matt here, but if you remember, uh, we have another homie, Paul Churchill, Churchill, who started a podcast around a, a little bit after Sober Guy started. He's out in Montana called Recovery Elevator. And so Paul happened to be from out here. 
uh, I think he's from the Santa Rosa area originally, and he did a meetup, a retreat out in San Francisco. So Jess and I got out for the night. We went out there, and we all met. There was probably like 20 of us. We had a, we had a meeting. We had dinner. And Matt and, and myself and Jess, I don't remember your wife's name, but your wife was there too, I think, right? And, um, you know, it just so happened we were from the same area. I haven't seen you in, in a couple of years, you know, and, and all of a sudden you're here tonight. And that's like things like that. Like they don't happen by accident. Like we're connected for a purpose, for a reason. And and the more that I've started to understand that, um, the more that it that it makes sense. And that makes it that much easier to step out and, like you said, kind of show up. Let's just show up. That's that's one of the biggest things for me is I don't I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to have um, the expectations ready. What am I going to get out of this? How can I benefit any of that stuff? I just need to show up. And when I do that, most of the time, you know, crap, I almost said a bad word again. Crap works out just like <laughs> it's supposed to. I'm doing so good, right, Lou? Thank you. I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for sitting right in the front, too. You guys are awesome. Um, I'm sorry, man, if I interrupt. Yeah, you. no, and I think the, the biggest thing is, like Matt, you were saying, is, is knowing and understanding um, that people are feeling the exact same way that you're feeling. Um, if you haven't noticed, like, I'm totally socially awkward. Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have a hard time sitting up here and talking and putting myself out there. Um, and I think a lot of that comes back to expectations, right? I expect that this thing is going to be – grandiose and great and and it is by the way this is great um but as soon as i as i let go of those expectations in this like shane says just do the next right thing and understand that matt is probably feeling the exact same way that i'm feeling coming into something that you don't know but we're right where we're supposed to be and as long as we could understand and accept that um i think that that goes a long way and the good stuff that comes out of it right so uh, me sitting up here in front of a bunch of st uh, strangers um, is going to help me talk to the stranger outside of here. So um, I think that, Matt, that's a great point. You know, all of us are feeling the exact same way, or maybe there's a lot of similarities in those feelings that we share um, and talking about them. And it, 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 it alleviate, alleviates my stress a little bit, for sure. Um, still socially awkward as all get out. But, um, you know, knowing that other people are feeling that exact way and talking about it, I think, is, is huge. So thank you for that. Um, I wanted to, uh, to talk a little bit about what some of these some of the resources are to step out into community. Like what what is it? And, I, and I'll share a couple that, that work for me. And I'm hoping that somebody else has has something or, um, you know, somebody or some something that they would like to uh, to share a little bit about, too. Um, you know, Phil, thanks for coming up here, man. That, that was, um, you know, that's, it's always, I always love when you talk, you're funny, man. It's so, so real and, and raw and just like, you, you just, you don't care in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, and, and there's a lot of love there, man. And I, I love that about you, man. And, and thank you. And I just want to say like mentors, whether you call it a friend, a sponsor, a mentor, a coach, whatever it is, that is one of the most important. And it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter. You can be a kid. You can be a grown adult. It does not matter. Without a mentor, without um, you know somebody to help call me on my crap, to to guide me, um, to uh, to encourage me, man, I was lost for a long time without that. And so, Phil and Bill, okay, I'm I'm part of. I know we always say Phil and Bill. I, I guess we can tell you guys this too. Uh, I told Jess one night we we're saying Phil and Bill. Phil and Bill sounds like two clowns in a circus, and you guys are totally. <laughs> totally the complete opposite of that. And, le and le let me tell you why it it's great, man. Like, you know, I'm a part of CR celebrate recovery at the father's house and it's an amazing, it's an amazing program. A lot of people think it's just for uh, people that, um, that struggle with addiction. Um, it's, it's not, it's for everybody. And Seth alluded to that earlier. This is about living a better life and there's no, um, there's no definite right way that we wake up one day and we just have all the answers. It doesn't work like that. And, you know, we go into um, into meetings and, and these two guys, Phil and Bill right here, they lift people up like no other. And they've been through their own stuff. They've done their own things. Um, and they're, they're great examples of that. And I, there's a lot of great examples of that in here, too. But I, I'm, I really you know, want to single these two guys out because I'm with them every week. And, you know, without people like that in my life, like it is it is very hard to get out of my own head. Hmm. And 
you know, you feel trapped sometimes. Like I, I, I can get trapped in my own mind. And that's what led me to drinking and using drugs for over 20 years. I went back. I said, damn, I'm getting old over 20 years. Like since the first time I, I started uh, or the first time I used used alcohol. Um, so you have certain, um, you know, you have certain groups, you have certain people. And then you got homies too, Kenny, Scotty. Like I, I love you guys, Shane, man. Like, you know, uh, Josh, like, I mean, that is like, that makes up like me. I take a little bit a part of all of my homies of all my family. And that's what, that's what makes me into like the person that's what helps shape. And so it's such, it's such an important thing to have those people in our lives that help us along the way that help to guide us, encourage us, push us along when we need a little help, when we need a little love. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and just to, just to tag on to that. Right. So, um, you know, me and Shane, we've known each other for, for a little bit of time now. Um, and to be 100% honest, like, I've been struggling hardcore um, the last couple of weeks, man. And I finally I reached out. So that's, that's where that it all starts. That was hard to do, huh? Yeah. To reach out. To, well, I Let's mean. Let's talk about that a little bit. Are you cool with I'm, that? I'm, that's where I'm going. Oh, I'm sorry. That's sorry. where I'm going. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I was kind of, kind of avoiding, right? Mm -hmm. um, avoiding the reach out. And finally, like, I got to the point to where I was like, man, like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I was starting to have thoughts and feelings that I had when I was drinking and drugging um, that I hadn't had in a very long time. And so, so I reached out. I reached out to Shane. And uh, we had a meetup, man. And, and the things that I was feeling um, that I was going through, I was surprised to know that Shane deals with that same stuff on the daily that I deal with on a daily. Um, so getting back to having that mentor, that sponsor, not, or, or friend, um, that you could reach out to. It's, it's so important. And, um, uh, you know, I'm, I can't say that I'm, I'm, I'm on my, I'm on my way back. I'm not where I was, um, you know, maybe six, seven months ago. Um, but this is all part of the process is talking about that, talking about the struggle, talking about, the daily grind and it's important that we stay connected that we stay um connected to that community connected to that group to keep us out of that mindset and and that talk that i had with shane was a wake-up call um but that's like that that's kind of what we're talking about too that lifeline right like who do you yeah. have that you can call that you trust or that you can go over to their house or you can um, maybe an email, I don't know, maybe a text, whatever it is that you do, um, you know, and say like, Hey, like, damn, I'm, I'm really going through some crap right now. And like, I, I need, I need to chat about it. Um, you know, that's, it's huge. It's huge. It's, it's, it's definitely, that's what you said. That's what yeah, you said. that's what I said. <laughs> that was for you, babe. Any, anyone else questions, anything before I go off the, off the hook right now? Yeah, man. Thanks, Charlie. Oh, yeah, man, what's I'm up, Charlie? Charlie? I'm in recovery, and uh, I'm gonna, neither one of these guys can play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's for sure. Seth was the biggest, best fullback I had as center, okay? <laughs> he would hurt three or four guys, and one of these guys would score, okay? And that's what it's all about is scoring in life. That's what we're talking about tonight, right? I know Brother Bill for a lot of years, man, and uh, I know Seth's mom and dad. I know a lot of people here. Uh, we're talking about the community, and we all know about our past. We can't forget about our past, right? Yeah. Because yeah. if we yeah. do, it'll mess up today, right? Yeah. So, and you're yeah. talking about you got out of connect, you know, you, you lost your connection. But also, you came up on a birthday, and anytime we come around birthdays, we get squirrely, right? Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? So, um, part of our, my main community today is hanging out with people that are clean and sober and having that conscious contact of the higher power that's what i gotta have yeah. when i lose that then i start getting acting like them other 300 painters i work with you know what i mean <laughs> and there's only about four of them that are clean and sober in my shop okay and um so you you really got to be on your a game right boys yeah even yeah. though we might be losing in life we're winning in the game of recovery right hmm. and that's what we got to do it's all about being together today yeah. And all of us, you know, I didn't want to, I wouldn't have came up here. My stump sent me a picture of these two clowns <laughs> on my phone. And I turned it off and turned it back on. And I'm like, man, I said, them boys grew up with my son. 
Yeah. yeah. And Chucky stopped by to give you guys a hug. I know, that you was know, cool. That's what, yeah. You know, yeah, that was awesome. Chucky's not one of us unless he drinks, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, so he don't drink but every two or three years. You know, I don't understand that, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's all or nothing for us, right? And it's all or nothing for here. Yeah. That's why we got to show up to this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I had to get up and talk before I leave because I get up at 2.30. I already told yeah, my homies, crazy. man, you ain't going to see me after 8 <laughs> o'clock. I don't care what. What's going on? Unless we're eating. If we're eating now, <laughs> yeah, different, all right? But right now, we're, we're, uh, we're all got this big community right here at this uh, yeah. coffee shop. Yeah. You know, and you got our kids here. And you guys got some, you got some beautiful kids, man. man. And, uh, Thank you. And uh, me and your mom and dad and my wife, we got older. And, man, it's like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> what happened, you know? But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old and clean today. Yeah. Nobody can take that from me, right? Nobody can take our, you know, that from us. Yeah. You know, and there's so many different kinds of recovery. You know, the the father's house and the meetings and whatever we choose. Talking to somebody on the phone one day when you're hurting. Yeah. yeah. That phone number saved your life that night, Phil. Right? A phone number. Can you imagine that? When you're at your lowest, a phone number can save your life. Yeah. That's what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. It ain't about all the stuff that we got. Hmm. Or what we don't have, right? It's about what we got right here, right? And so uh, I'm just finally, I got off my laurels and said something before I left, you know what I mean? We're all sitting around yeah. our ass, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, but I don't want to say nothing. I'm going to be on the radio and shit, you know? I hope nobody knows who I am, you know? So uh, they call me Cajun Charlie in all the rooms, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's a gift to be here and see you gentlemen. Man, thank you. Oh, yeah. It, Thank it, you, man. It warms my heart, man. To know that somebody's <laughs> love you, man. Clean and sober, man. You youngsters, man. I never, I never got like that. <laughs> so till we meet again, right? I love family? you, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, you know, Charlie, you bring up, you bring, hey, you. The dog's getting tired. I gotta go home. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, hey, you gotta make your lunch too, that's man. It, Don't that's forget a, your hands. Great, sandwich, great right? excuse, Charlie. Thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, thank you, you bring up a great point, right? Our past, um, and and continually working on our program. I'm telling a little story that happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, actually, it was, it was last week. Um, so they say that the recover that the uh, relapse happens way before we pick up the drink or drug, right? Um, and I knew for a fact that my relapse had, well, I'm going to be honest, had already begun, right? So we, we, uh, I met my mom and dad for dinner, uh, last week for my birthday. And, uh, we pulled up into this parking lot and it was at one of the eating establishments here in town. And right in front of me, there's a sign that says no parking customers only. Right. I said, Oh, you know, whatever. Like I'm, I'm just going to park here, whatever. Like who cares? You know, most definitely not doing the right thing, not obeying the signs, right? And this guy comes running out of the store, and he says, hey, you know, I'm, I just want to say that, uh, you know, I'm not going to call the cops or anything, or I'm not going to call the tow company, but you might want to move your truck because someone will call the tow company and your truck will get towed. But it's not me. Like, I won't do it. So that was my thought exactly. Like, yeah, right, this mother is going to be the one to call the tow truck, right? So the way that I was feeling at that exact moment was all his fault. It had nothing to do with me. And that, yeah. And that was the exact moment that I was like, holy crap. I'm going back into my old mindset, my old ways. I need to do something about it right now. Um, because if I don't, I'm going to be in trouble. And I think I, I picked up the phone the next day, uh, and, and, and called Shane and it was like, dude, we need to get together. Like, I got to talk to you. I got to tell you about this shit. Um, so that's a big point, right? Always remembering where we were before we got sober to keep us sober and to use that as a warning sign, um, that our next drink or drug is probably not too far behind. So thank you for that, Charlie. I appreciate that. So that true story, that really happened. Uh, and we went in and sat down at the table, and I told Jay and my mom, like, I was ranting and raving. I was hot. Like, I, I, I did get out and move my truck. I moved it all the way down the street and said, fine, that mother's not going to call the tow truck on me now because I'm parked all the way down. Just 
over nothing, right? Over yeah. over a parking spot, over something that I was doing wrong, consciously, and mad at him about. Written so, written. Uh. I call it. Uh, I can't say the whole. So, <laughs> K Heck Radio was playing really loud in my head that day. So thank you for uh, letting me share that story. I, th- I think it's I think it's pretty funny. Charlie, you said something else I wanted to touch on. I think we're and then we're gonna do we're gonna open it up one more time and then we're gonna do the raffle. We got some stuff to give away, uh, some coffee mugs, some gift certificates. One more time too. I don't know if the Journey Crew is out here anywhere, but I just want to say thanks again to them for letting us come out here tonight and getting together. Um, really, really cool of them to uh, to to do that and let us let us have the um, uh, the little meet up here tonight. Um, you know, Charlie, you said something else too. You, you, I don't remember exactly how you said it, but you said something about in the moment. I know it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You got to get up at two thirty a.m. So you know, uh, but in the moment, like what is in the moment? What is living in the moment? How many of us? Uh, everything's absolutely a hundred percent perfect in your life. Okay, I figured that right. No, we all have stuff. Like I got bills to pay. I got work to do. I got kids to love on and raise a wife to love. I have things to do. I have all these different things that I got going on in my brain that are just taking up space and all this stuff. And when all that stuff starts adding up and the stress and the, the, the finances and all this stuff that we deal with on the daily, like, what do I do with that? Mm. Like, do I future trip on everything and freak out or do I yeah. rely on God on what I know to be my higher power to my um, you know, uh, to, to, to my spirit, to my inside, t- to know that everything's going to work out and live in the moment. Um, it's not an easy thing to do, but back to the topic, uh, topic again, and having folks around us to help us do that is, is really where it's at. Um, so living in the moment. And I, I think I share this every podcast dang near and every, every show too. I have a big foot it's like this big white molded foot. It's really ugly. And it's on the back of the shelf in the garage. And, and uh, on, on my year of sobriety, I think we went out to dinner, me, Jess, Mel, and, and Seth. And Seth pulled this bag out and he said, here you go. And I was all excited. Oh, yeah, you got me a gift, man. This is awesome. Yeah, I pulled out and it's this ugly ass foot. I go, what the hell? What, what is this, man? And he goes, dude, that's your foot, bro. And I said, what do you mean that's my foot? And he goes, remember what I told you? And I went, oh, yeah. And what he told me was, when you feel lost, when you feel out of place, if you feel anxiety, if you feel like things aren't going your way, just look at your feet because you're right where you're supposed to be. We're all supposed to be right here right now. And that's it. That's, that's what we're supposed to be doing right now in this moment. And when I practice that, I ain't perfect at it. No doubt. It's a, it's a practice. It's a process every day. But when I'm in that moment, man, things seem a lot easier and a lot better. So, um, you know, and I, I'm, as I encourage you, I'm encouraging myself, too, to really follow that because, man, we all know some, some days are, are better than others for sure. Um, yeah, I got, I got one more on that, too, uh, something that I just learned recently, right, that uh, uh, I, I, I've started following the Dharma a little bit, and uh, I was listening to this podcast, and this guy brought up this fact that they, what they teach in, in Burma I think Burma, the Burmese mountains, um, you know, that this, this life, this body that, was, that we're in, this human existence, no matter what your belief is, is that end result of this life, of this body, of this human existence is the exact same for all of us, right? It's going to come to an end. But if, if you don't believe that or, or not, your human life is going to come to an end. So why not take every moment exactly for what it is? and be present and mindful and it's okay to be pissed off or distressed or dispress or um, depressed as long as we meet that with love and compassion and understand it and know why we are where we're at then we can begin to work ourselves out of it um and even happy too right not clinging to those happy moments but being with them um so just like looking at your feet understanding and knowing that uh, our life as we know it today in this moment is is most definitely going to come to an end it's guaranteed I, I guarantee you thank you for letting me share that <laughs> I love it 
All right, I got something real quick. The first person to uh, tell us something about yourself that nobody knows, I got a coffee mug for you. Yell it out. I built a 50 caliber black powder gun. Oh, nice. Did you shoot it? That's legit. Damn. Hey, we got a couple of cosmetologists in the house. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, we got, uh, so what's that, Jess? You want to grab the raffle tickets, Lou? Okay. So once again, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, Journey was, was nice enough to give us um, uh, uh, some gift certificates. Thanks, buddy. Oh, right on, man. Thank you, Charlie. Charlie. Um, they, uh, they were nice enough to give us some gift certificates, um, as well as uh, EcoChic uh, also donated a, a, a gift certificate to their store, too. Uh, so be sure to check both of them out, and we really, really appreciate uh, their support. And... Um, Real quick, we're getting the raffle ready. Does anyone else have anything that they want to share or questions or anything uh, be, before we move on? And, and feel free. We still got some time. I know some people might have to use the restroom or whatever, so uh, feel free to do that too. Yeah, awesome. All right. We're going to do it in just, just okay. a couple minutes. Okay, girls? Hour, right. but I don't know if I need this. But um, I think what you guys are doing is great, and I'll support in every way I can. Um, I come from a history of family of um, really bad addicts. And um, what the sad thing is, is I don't think. Can you? Can you I'm gonna have you get on the mic a little like, bit because it's recording too. So yeah, mm -hmm. perfect. There you go. Okay. To you sound awesome, to, by the way. So you guys are sharing your story and community. What I think is sharing your story and letting people see it because you will touch people. Um, wish I could pull my family out here, but um, but I just think all of you. I mean, it's just awesome that you're constantly sharing it and reaching out to each other. I think. Um, you know, you may, it, like you said, it's hard to reach out, and I deal with my own stuff that's hard to reach out, but um, I think just the more you do it, it's the community that helps you. Yeah. And, um, but that's awesome. What, that what was it like for you before, though, without community? Do you care to share a little bit? Like, I mean, you know, I'm not saying to get into details or anything. Damn, put her that, on the spot. I know, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the difference, though, between without people in your life that help support you and then now with people in your life I'm, you know like it's it's a um, huge I think difference you feel lonely like you just um it's it's hard yeah it's yeah you get used to reaching to just family and then um yeah. that's kind of like just what you're raised with just your family and close yeah. friends but yeah the community does make a huge difference yeah it, um, and i'm part of the father's house too but it does make a huge difference and um i wish uh you know, in time, people that I know that are struggling with uh, addiction will get there, but um, it takes time. But yeah. Awesome. Well, that's no, oh, that's that's like too. That's a good point too. Like, I can't help anybody. I can share with you what's worked for me and yeah. what hasn't worked for me. Yeah. But I can tell somebody that I love more than anything in the world till I'm blue in the mm. face what they should do, what they need to do, what they can't do, why they should do this. That doesn't make any difference. It's a mm. waste of my time. Not because I don't love them. Not because I don't care about them, but that's up to them. That's up to us. That's up to me to yeah. take personal responsibility and do that. And so I think that, the more really you share, point. you're going to hear, you know, whether you know it or not, somebody will hear it and yeah. you will touch somebody, you know, what Absolutely. you guys are doing. You eventually, you know, you're touching people every day. So thank you. Anyway, yeah. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> Anyone else have anything? Oh, yeah. What's up? How are you? I'm Sarah. What's up, hey, Sarah? Sarah? Thanks for having this. I really appreciate this. Yeah. Um, question. How do you guys feel about anonymity and what you do? Like, you're sharing your stories. You're sharing um, who you are. I mean, you're not really talking about... I mean, you've mentioned um, kind of how you got sober. I kind of came a little bit late. But how do you feel about what you're doing and keeping yourself anonymous? Um, have you met some, I don't want to say backlash, but some problems, you know, being so public with your recovery and with your story, um, yeah, in the community? Great question. Um, go ahead, you go first. Yeah, go. so uh, what's up? I'm Seth, I'm an alcoholic drug addict. Um, I am very open about my recovery. Um, people, there's a lot of people, especially in this community, 
that know me, that knew me as the drunk, that knew me as the party boy, um, and I want them to know me as the the sober Seth. Um, I talk about it at work. I talk about it at the grocery store. Um, I talk about it at the restaurant from time to time when they ask me if I want to drink. What's you know if we if we go in for happy hour or something? Hey, what's up? What do you want to drink? And you know sometimes I'll be like, what do, you know? What do I want? I want a uh, gym and seven, but I know I can't have that because. I won't be able to stop at just one. Um, so I'm very open uh, about it. And I don't think there's been one time or one person that I've told that I don't drink because I'm in recovery that says, oh, my God, you're f- up. I caught it. Good job. They're more of like, wow, that's awesome. That's cool that you were able to pull yourself up out of that. Um, loud and clean, baby. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm 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 very open about it. Uh, I I don't I won't I, I I won't share someone else's name or story or whatever yeah. unless they want to. Um, but for me, I I try to talk about it as much as I can because if I don't remember, uh, I'll be right back. Um, and yeah, it's it's a great question. I've kind of thrown this back and forth a lot, to be honest. Like especially when I first started the podcast, because. Um, you know, that's a common thing, traditions and um, being respectful of that. I always try to follow that. I have two things. Number one, I hid stuff for so long in my life and kept stuff secret. I don't want to do that shit anymore. Like, I want to live openly and free. Okay, so that's why, that's that's one reason that I'm very open about it and I, and I talk about it. And number two, if I can't share like my story and, and what, you know, the things that I've learned or gone through or whatever, like how can, um, you know, they, they say in recovery to, to keep uh, what you have, you got to give it away. And so how, how can I help somebody else if I'm not sharing what, what I go through? And at the same time, being respectful of other people's stuff, just like Seth said, I'm not going to go tell somebody else's story or anything like that. Um, but I've always felt that for me, um, I like to be open about it. And I'll tell you uh, one, one last thing, you know, I work in, in the corporate world too. I do a corporate podcast for pg and I, and, and I, I love my job and I talk to a lot of different people in, in all different departments of it's a big company. And what I do comes up a lot because I was able to start the podcast through pg and through sober guy. That's kind of how it, it that's kind of how I ended up doing what I do. And nine times out of 10, it always comes up that I'm in recovery. And from the CEO all the way down to the person in the mailroom where I started at, almost every single time that that conversation comes up, I don't even talk to people at work a lot of the time about work. I end up talking about personal stuff. And yeah. I don't know, maybe that's just, I don't, I don't really get it sometimes. But nine times out of ten, they got a brother, a cousin, a nephew, themselves, somebody struggling with some mental health issues or addiction or something, and that opens them up. And so... You know, I know I talked a little bit more than I planned to on that topic, but that's kind of my, my, my justification or whatever you want to call it. But really good question, and I appreciate you asking it and, and coming tonight, Sarah. Thank you. All right, we want to hit this raffle. Oh, yes, Kim, please. Yes. Yeah. That's a really good point. And what I want to say, and I'm Kim. I'm Seth's mom. I'm not in recovery, but I support my boys in their recovery. Thanks, Kim. And... <laughs> As far as the anonymity goes, anonymity, I can't say that word. But I can't either. <laughs> no, I can't either. It's a tough one. <laughs> Nobody can. When you're in your addiction, shame is what is driving you through that addiction. And yeah. you're hiding and you have all the secrets and that is feeding your addiction. So I really appreciate that you are being honest and open and raw because that's going to help other people. That's going to show people that it's okay, that they can do this, that, that, that if you can do this, they can do this. And I think that you should keep that up. And as far as, you know, you're not revealing other people's stuff, but I think the paradigm shift is so necessary in mm. the recovery world. That's all. Yeah. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. And that's, you know, that's part of ending, ending, or at least trying to battle back the stigma of addiction and depression. I mean, like, 
what is it? 25% of the population, you know, struggles with depression on the daily basis. And the numbers, um, the numbers are crazy out there. How many people go through different mental health issues. And so if we're not talking about it in, you know, a public space and being open about it, how are we going to start to help to end that? You know, and that's, that's one of the big reasons that, um, that, you know, we get to do some of this work with the podcast and just be of service. That's really what it's about. All right, guys. Well, I think that's uh, that's probably going to wrap us up for tonight. Uh, you know, um, I love you guys. Like, I appreciate every single one of you for coming out tonight and supporting us, supporting recovery, just supporting living a better lifestyle. That's really what this is about. We have people here in recovery and not in recovery. It doesn't matter. We're all going through stuff in life. And this is what it's about is coming together, having a little bit of fun and uh, stepping out out of our comfort zone a little bit. Um, Seth, you want to? Yeah, I just want to piggyback onto that, man. Thank you, everyone, for coming and being a part of my recovery today. Like I said, I've been kind of going through it uh, mentally. um, And to be 100% honest, like I didn't want to sit up here tonight, Um, but I was obligated to. And people like you showing up made me do that tonight. So thank you so much for being a part of my recovery tonight, uh, for getting me out of my not comfortable zone and (laughs) back into my not comfortable zone um but no uh on the real on the real uh thank you so much for coming out i love you guys just as much as shane loves you guys um and you know obviously thank you to uh journey eco chic for for repping it uh thank you guys if you guys uh if you want any more info too about sober guy um, you can go on the Sober Guy website. It's it's www.thatsoberguy.com. We have some resources. We're connected to some great treatment centers too. If you have a family member, somebody who's struggling out there, um, you know, there's tons of videos, tons of podcasts, all that kind of stuff. And, and we just we appreciate you guys' support. Uh, so thank you again. And uh, if you want to hang out for a little bit and shoot the crap around, man, we'd love to do that. Love you guys. Thank you.